I'm processing in my head going, why in the world is she upset? Okay, was it something I did at breakfast? Was it da 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 da? Mm. So at the point when I ask the question, it's because I'm waiting for you to break the silence. This is Behind Our Smiles. Pursuing connection. And finding joy. Even in the struggle. Welcome back to the Behind Our Smiles podcast. We are Joe and Tara Buchanan. Yep, and we're so glad that you're hanging out with us today. Before we begin, I wanted to say a huge thanks to our sponsor, Samaritan Ministries. We are so grateful for their support. They are a biblical solution to healthcare. They have a unique member-to-member sharing approach, and it's affordable, and you can join today. In fact, you can find out more at samaritanministries.org slash smiles. Yeah. Um, okay, so are are you doing okay? Are you okay? Um, yeah, I'm fine. Just fine? Because you barely spoke to me like all day. I'm are fine. You, are you Are you mad at me? Are you I'm mad? not mad at you. Are I'm you fi- mad at me? I'm not mad. No. Are you seriously? Are you are you mad at me? I don't. I'm not mad. <laughs> I'm just. Well, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> so for for years at our marriage, that was kind of how the conversation went, and I don't Joe know if you've ever that had work. that conversation. <laughs> and once I would ask the question, "Are you mad at me?" Everything went off the rails from there. Yeah, I don't like being asked if I'm mad at somebody, you know, it's just one of those things that I feel like I'm internally being judged. But we all get mad, right? (laughs) Yeah. But are you mad at me? I think the problem with, are you mad at me? Is it implies that I'm mad about something that I shouldn't be mad about? Really? Mm -hmm. Like, great. Like what's bothering you? So in other words, in other words, if, if I've done something to hurt you or frustrate you or or whatever, Mm -hmm. it's your fault that you're mad. Right. It's, it's not my fault. Right. So it automatically means like I shouldn't be mad. So but that's, that's why I like the question, though. <laughs> Are you mad at me? Says, hey, I didn't do anything wrong. Right. This is not on me. This is on you. You just got to get You're over the it. one that's not talking to me. Exactly. Right I now. shouldn't I shouldn't be mad. So we did use that a lot. And you do that. Use that too, Joe. Mm, I it was probably one of my more go to phrases. Right. Are you mm-hmm. mad at me? And um, the conversation kind of went round right. and round and round. And, and what is the definition of insanity? Yes. Doing the same thing over and over and expecting yeah, to get a result. For a few years. So I would kind of get there. And what would happen is we would end up playing this. Basically, mm-hmm. you were upset. But something by me asking something. you if you were mad at me, it was putting the blame on mm-hmm. you. And then I would start into a guessing game mm-hmm. or vice versa, mm-hmm. depending on who was mad. <laughs> but it would become this guessing game of trying to figure out what in the world right. is going on. Well, and again, we just kind of imagine like I'm mad at you. You ask what you can tell me what that looks like, Joe, for you. So... Sometimes I get mad. It sometimes silly. happens in the car when we're driving. No, I'm thinking right? like when we're running late. Okay, running I late. Get a little yeah, bit, that's a big one. I start to get a little irritated mm-hmm. because I told you what time we need to leave the house <laughs> and you, we're not. In 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 just a <laughs> sidetrack for one second, Tara now puts a 15 minute buffer on it. If oh, we need yes. to leave at 5.15, it's five o'clock. But I told you and I'm seeing you like start new projects as we're supposed to leave or something. And usually, you know, it's a good project. You're mm. doing mm-hmm. nice things, but still. And so I get a little bit irritated. And so then at some point later on in the day, he's like, are you mad at me? Right. Typically in the car yeah. because we're late. Right. We're running late. And and you're typically very, you don't have a lack of words <laughs> <laughs> normally, right? Okay. So there's a tell. <laughs> yes. Tara, you usually talk pretty quick and, and there's a lot of words to, to fill out your thoughts. So when there's silence coming from the passenger seat of the vehicle. He just knows. I know something isn't right. So usually I'll be driving. I'll be like, okay, okay. Should I say anything right now? 
Okay, the longer this goes, the more intense the silence gets, right? But then I feel bad. So if I know I'm mad at you, and like I've been trying to offer you more grace there. Like I don't (laughs) try to like feed my anger there if you're running late and I'm frustrated with you. But still, if you say, are you mad at me? I'm still going, I have a legitimate complaint here. And yes, I'm frustrated, but I'm not just like seething at you and wanting to get back at you. I'm just upset. So one of the things that I've noticed uh, over our 24 years of marriage, almost 24, by the way, is um, that you typically might not even be mad Mm -hmm. in that moment. But the minute I ask the question, Mm -hmm. are you mad? Mm -hmm. It moves you from whatever level of frustration you're at into a... Because now this is my fault. Right. Like I'm legitimately upset and now I'm the one causing a problem by being mad or whatever. So we have trying to work on some better ways to discuss from are you mad at me? Because I do sometimes get mad or whatever it is where I'm frustrated and I'm giving you a look I don't even intend to give you or I'm being more quiet, which you know is never good. Yeah. And, and to move to move it to a better way, a better part of the conversation. Well, and it, it's it's it is a a difficult thing because let's go back to the running late scenario. While while we're running late, the thought going through my mind is is as maybe a guy. Mm. I'm not always observant to everything that's going on. So you say, hey, let's leave at 515. It's 522, and I think, or 525, and I think, hey, we're You're in fine. The You're in the and, <laughs> and I am a great estimation, an estimator of how much time it takes to drive places, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, no so, so that's one of my weaknesses. So I'm thinking we've got plenty of time. What in the world is going on? And so I'm processing in my head, going, why in the world is she upset? Okay, was it something I did at breakfast? Was it da 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 da? So at the point when I ask the question, it's because I'm waiting for you to break the silence mm-hmm. at some point to say, hey, I really wish we could have left earlier if that mm-hmm. was even it. And right. I, I honestly, at that point, may not even be aware of what's going on. But instead, you're just silent. Well, the funny thing is, this has happened to us a couple times where you're trying to figure it out and I know what's bothering me and you bring up something from like that morning and I'm like, oh my goodness, that didn't that didn't make me mad at all. And so you're over there going, yeah, this morning I shouldn't have said that. And I was like, no way. So again, that communicating about it, you're right, jumping it's to the conclusions. Game, right? And I'm over here saying, you know, he, he should know. But and sometimes the issue with being mad is not even just frustration, but for me, if it is a level of being hurt. And so, but the issue of being late for me it can feel hurtful because I'm going, you know, this is important to me. Mm. You know, I wanted to be there on time. I might miss this or that if we don't get there at this time. And you know, now you're dismissing my feelings on the topic or my opinions on the topic. But when you phrase it as, are you mad at me? Then I'm not going to tell you what I'm hurt about. Right. Because it puts you on the defense, right? right? And mostly though, I usually feel mostly embarrassed. Like, mm. okay, I am upset or hurt about something you, you said or did or didn't do. And I'm like, I don't want to tell him what's bothering me because I'm embarrassed about it. And when you ask me, are you mad at me? I'm like, okay, I'm not saying I'm not, I'm fine. I right. am fine. <laughs> and Tara does a much better job at this than I do. Uh, she won't ask me if I'm what I'm mad about or are you mad at me? Mm-hmm. She actually will ask the question a little bit different. But before we get to that, what ends up, what I've noticed happens is the moment I ask you, are you mad at me? You you typically won't lie to me, but you may say no because you're not you're not mad until that moment. Mm-hmm. But it actually does shut down the conversation. It and then kills I feel the bad. communication. I feel bad then if you say that, I'm going I'm going, okay, now Joe's frustrated and mm-hmm. he's upset too. So now it's like we're both upset about something and now I don't know how to fix it. And what further complicates it for us, and I don't know <laughs> if you can 
put yourself in these shoes at all. But what further complicates it for us is by the time I ask, are you mad at me? I'm already breathing differently. Mm -hmm. I'm already like, okay, what did I do this time? So it's coming out not Mm -hmm. as in a a sense of care for you. Mm -hmm. It's coming out in like, now what is your problem? What's a lose-lose because I'm going, you know, you're saying to yourself, what did I do wrong? That you're feeling like I messed up somehow, but I'm also feeling judged. Like I shouldn't be feeling this way. So it's like a lose-lose question. You know, you don't feel better asking it and I don't feel better being asked it. So, Well, a lot of times when I ask the question, it's because... I honestly don't know, and I don't want to play a guessing game, right? And so I don't. And, and then number I two, like maybe guessing games though sometimes, right, Joe. But maybe maybe <laughs> I did something wrong in the morning, but maybe you didn't know about it. So that's I don't right. want to bring it to you your start attention. Start confessing things right. and going, "Wow, I didn't know that." Right. So so <laughs> that's part of what's going through my mind is I just want to get to the issue quickly, get it figured out, and move on. And that actually is a. a it's I'm not caring for you by mm-hmm, doing right. that. I'm I'm basically communicating this idea that you're inconveniencing me. And sometimes when I'm mad or upset or again dealing with something and you notice it, it's a delicate issue. It's not black and white like, right. hey, you loaded the dishwasher wrong. Done. You know, sometimes it's a sensitive something. I don't want to talk about my feelings in that moment. <laughs> and you're like, let's just get it out and get it done. I'm like, I need a little bit of breathing room to discuss this and. It, it and the way up, we feel does play a role in it. So how does it make you feel when I, when, when I've upset you in some way, or I've hurt you, when I say to you, are you mad at me? Right. Well, it's invalidating those feelings. Mm. It's like, whatever those feelings are, it's invalid. Cause look, you're just being mad about it. Instead <laughs> of saying maybe something upset. Now, Joe, you don't play the same mad game with me. You really don't like purposely say anything but there are times when you're distant and not talking as much which for you is more normal hmm. and i'll sometimes say something to the fact of are you mad at me and for you it's a whole different story of why you're mad right and and typically i'm not mad right. and then i get frustrated that you think i'm mad mm-hmm. when i'm really not mad right. there's nothing mad about it i'm i'm maybe dealing with some stuff well for me i'm going if i'm not talking i'm mad right. so <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> if joe's not talking he must be mad but one thing i'm not mad about is our sponsor Courtney was 17 weeks pregnant when she and her husband, Greg, learned that their son, Shepard, had a heart condition that would require multiple surgeries and were uncertain about his future. But Samaritan Ministries connected them with other Samaritan members who began to pray and share the financial needs of the pregnancy and the medical care Shepard needed. I don't know how Samaritan could have answered any differently and done any better. I don't know. And just to hear the confidence on the other end of the phone Hmm. of this is not something that you need to be concerned about at all. You focus on the health of your family, the health of your baby, and we will walk with you every step of the way. Thankfully, through God's faithfulness and provision, Shepherd is surpassing all of the doctor's expectations. To read more about this family's journey and how you can join a community of believers like them, visit SamaritanMinistries.org slash smiles. That's SamaritanMinistries.org slash smiles. But here, here's the here's the clue, He's though. I don't typically no. fill words, no, so I, I use a lot less words. But no, I think it's it, um, it's a breakdown in communication mm-hmm. in a way. So we discovered a, a few years ago, and we don't get it perfect every time. I still will occasionally say, Tara, are you mad? And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Let's back that up. Uh, just redo. retract that redo. We have a reset button, and we'll talk about that somewhere down the road as well. But um, 
to just simply reword that, to rethink mm-hmm. about, okay, what is it I really want to know? Mm-hmm. And if I'm in a hurry, then I really need to to rethink my whole process to go, am I caring about you, Tara, the way that I need to? So we've come up with uh, an alternative way to ask, are you mad yeah. at me? So Joe has been really good about this. Again, it was a nice, nice change from my point of view. And that was simply, have I hurt you mm-hmm. in some way? And I remember one of the first times you really used that in that situation that it was like so much more freeing mm-hmm. instead of feeling judged and like I'm in trouble, just like going, and Joe, you automatically were taking a level of responsibility, not that everything is your fault, but saying, hey, if I did something wrong and I hurt you, I want to take responsibility for it. And that has like taken a conversation that might have been an hour long, right. <laughs> are you mad at me, to like 30 seconds that you're like, have I hurt you? I'm like, yeah, by the way, that comment you said really made me mm. feel awkward or insecure or something. And it just, it really hurt my feelings the way you spoke that. And you're like, oh, I didn't realize that. I am so sorry. That's not how I feel, how I think, et cetera. And, and it's solved versus me going, well, don't you know what you said? <laughs> right. Right. And then you're upset because I'm insensitive. Mm-hmm. But then I end up having to apologize at the end for the whole, are you mad at me thing anyway? So like, just like hey, let's, just, so let's think, just get it. And yeah. I like that too, Joe, for you, like I want to be more direct and to the point, it does make it more direct. And it, it takes my defenses down. So now if I have to say you hurt me, you're opening the door to say, it's possible that I've hurt you. And of course it's possible. Like we always hurt each other. Like that's always a possibility. Right. Not, and I, yeah, I, I, I agree with you. Yeah, so to say, hey, it's possible I've hurt you, and if you if I did, I want to make it right. Mm-hmm. And I think that that um, that place you took at that point was so much more freeing that I say, okay, I have permission to share my hurts without feeling judged for feeling hurt. And I think it's a very hard thing, even in the in our closest relationships, right? It's hard to tell someone they hurt you. Mm, it's very hard. It's hard to get to that place because once you open that door, you have to understand what you're feeling because mm-hmm. the question coming back is going to be, well, how did I hurt you? Mm-hmm. And and if that can, in essence, invalidate you in a way right, to, to say, say that, hurt, that you hurt your feeling right, is not valid. It's dumb or it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Where when you ask the question, did I, did I hurt you? Did mm-hmm. I do something to hurt you? Yeah. It opens the door for a safer conversation, right? right? Uh, uh, more space for more accurate communication where you can say, you know what, I don't, because what Tara will do in, in, in our scenario is I'll be like, hey, I noticed you're being kind of quiet. Did I do something to hurt you? Mm-hmm. And then your response is always tender, which is awesome, mm-hmm. where if I ask you if you're mad at me, <laughs> the response is not always tender. Back, right? So your response is tender and you say, Joe, I know you didn't mean to, right. but that comment really mm-hmm. hurt my feelings. Or right. what did you mean by this? Because mm-hmm. this is how I experienced or interpreted it. Mm-hmm. And it makes a big difference. Right. And the thing is sometimes, and this is often the case with you, there has been no hurt. So you're over here thinking that, okay, you did something to hurt me. And if I can come back and say, oh, you didn't do anything to hurt me. There's this other situation that's bothering me. There's just something else that happened this morning, not to do with you that's on my mind. That's why I'm quiet. And that again, helps our connection and our conversation. Cause first of all, you're like, phew, right. I'm off the hook. <laughs> I don't have to, you know, microanalyze everything I've said in the past 24 hours. She's not upset. I didn't hurt her, but she is hurting in some other way that has nothing to do with me. And that's a lot in your case, Joe, when you've gotten quiet or distant from me and I'm going, he's mad at me or I did something wrong that you can, you've been freer to say, Hey, I'm just struggling with some different stuff, my own personal things. And it's not you at all. Used to be, I would, my phrase was, are you mad at me? Or Tara's phrase was what's wrong. Right. What's What's wrong. wrong? Yeah. And 
it's not always that something's wrong, mm-hmm. but there's something I might be processing. Right. And so Tara, where you've gotten really good is Tara will ask, is there something that is bothering you that we need mm-hmm. to talk about? Right. And what I love about that is because when you say what's wrong, you're telling mm-hmm. a person, you have to talk right. to me right now. Right. It's a judgment too. Right. You know. And you, I don't care what you is going on with you. Mm-hmm. You need to tell me what's right. happening. Where when you say, hey, is something bothering you that we need to talk about? That frees me up. It takes the the pressure off to go, you know what? Something is bothering me. It's not you. It's mm-hmm. not personal. Uh, can we talk about it later? Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden then, and, and this is the funniest thing in our marriage. I don't know if you've witnessed this too, but as soon as I say, can we talk about it later? As soon as mm-hmm. Tara says, yes, I'm ready to talk about right. it. I just mm-hmm. need the pressure to come off. Right. And so those questions that we ask, same thing. There are times to say, the timing of it, because sometimes asking that question at certain times is not helpful. <laughs> right. To, to say, hey, there is something that was bothering me, but we can talk about it later. Or just the whole, like we talked about before, are we okay? Hey, we're okay. And even if, I think sometimes we can catastrophize in our head, right? To say, hey, you know what? There was something that happened yesterday that I do want to discuss with you that's hurtful, but we're okay. Like mm. in the meantime, we're okay. It's bothering me, but it's not going to be, you know, the, the end of it or something awful like how bad, how bad right, is this, right? right. Like, like, is this a small thing or a big thing? <laughs> and sometimes I think what we need to talk about is it's embarrassing, right? It's mm-hmm. it's hard to figure out how to articulate correctly what it is that we're experiencing or maybe what we're afraid mm-hmm. of or, or what we're frustrated about. And we really mm-hmm. don't, we really just don't know how to bring it up or to talk mm-hmm. about it. So a simple question of like, hey, did I do anything to hurt you or... Um, is there anything bothering you that you need to talk about? All of a sudden that causes the, the ramp up to be more gentle mm-hmm. and we can approach things. So Tara, one of the things that I noticed right away when we made this adjustment was we started to have deep, we got to deeper conversations quicker and things got resolved much quicker. Oh, so much faster. So there were, there were times when I probably walked around for a lot longer than I needed to thinking you were mad at me <laughs> when you really weren't mad at me at all yeah. and vice versa. That little thing that, that hurt me can grow to a big, big, big thing. And it wasn't a big thing. It just had time to ruminate. But I like that verse in Proverbs 27, 6, you know, faithful are the wounds of a friend and profuse are the kisses of the enemy, which speaks to this truth that sometimes, you know, we do hurt each other. Now this, that's not about to hurt here, but the idea that sometimes we have to face the fact that we, we have hurt each other. We have to kind mm-hmm. of like have those hard conversations, but it's in the context of this love and this unconditional love for each other. Cause we're going to hurt each other again. I hate saying that, but it's like, it's going right. to happen and we have to yeah. know how to deal with it in a way that honors God, but we're not holding on to the bitterness or not being truthful with our feelings. I think it's easy to, again, it's fine, everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you can't keep saying it's fine. When it's not, right? Well, in Proverbs, the, the, I think 15, a gentle answer turns away wrath and a harsh word stirs mm-hmm. up anger. And right. I think back when I say, are you mad at me? That's a, that's, okay. those are fighting words, yeah. right? Those are mm-hmm. our defenses. Like we talked about earlier, it's, it just sets the wrong tone for what it is we're trying that's to harsh. accomplish. Mm-hmm. Where if I say, hey, I notice you're being a little quiet. Have I, have I done anything to hurt mm-hmm. you? It just, it opens the door for our closeness mm-hmm. to not be hurt in that process. And it's actually grown our closeness and intimacy. Right. So let me ask you a question. How does it make you feel mm-hmm. when I ask you, have I done anything to hurt you? Well, I feel cared for and I feel, I feel less, you know what, it's funny, Joe, I feel less inclined to even bring it up at that point. <laughs> I'm <laughs> like, you know what, if you care about me and you Maybe maybe what I'm heard about is not even worth bringing up anymore. It disarms me so much, right? To go, you yeah. care, but maybe what I'm heard about 
isn't even a big deal because what I'm most likely heard about is something where I thought you didn't care, mm. right? So once right. you tell me in so many words, I really care about you, then I'm like, okay, he cares. We're good. <laughs> and it kind of kind of resolves. And, and yeah. yeah, the frustration really mm-hmm. probably wasn't from anything I did. It was from my lack of care or, feeling, or seeming right. Or I assume that you didn't care, which is a bad assumption, I know, but... Sometimes I go there. (laughs) Well, and sometimes we just misread each other Mm -hmm. and we misinterpret each other. And I do that to you sometimes as well, where I think you meant one thing when you meant Mm -hmm. something completely different. So allowing ourselves to be heard, Mm -hmm. making eye contact is extremely important in that as well. It allows those resolutions to come much quicker. So Joe, is there anything I've done that has hurt you lately? No. You're mad? Not on this (laughs) podcast. (laughs) Let's talk about before the podcast. No, I'm kidding. Um, so Tara actually is a fantastic blog writer, um, does a lot of blog posts. I really appreciate the time that you put into writing those blogs. She actually blogged about this this week. Are you mad at me on our blog at behindoursmiles.com? Behindoursmiles.com or on Facebook. And if you want to leave a review. Yeah, unless you're mad at us. Yeah, don't don't leave do a review that. if you're mad at us. <laughs> More you can do we that as it. well. We appreciate you. We love hanging out with you and uh, can't wait to see you again. Thanks so much for hanging out with us today. Yeah. Can you do us a favor? If you're enjoying this podcast, we'd love it if you'd subscribe. And we'd love also if you'd leave us a rating and review. Those five-star ratings help others to find the podcast as well. That's right. Mostly though, we'd love to connect with you. Mm-hmm. You can find Behind Our Smiles on Facebook or we're Behind Our Smiles Pod on Instagram. This episode of the Behind Our Smiles podcast was made possible in part by our friends at Samaritan Ministries. Samaritan Ministries is a community of Christians who, through prayer and financial support, care for one another when a medical need arises. You choose your providers. It's affordable and you can join today. Visit SamaritanMinistries.org smiles.